Hello, 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 good day, and welcome to another episode of After School History. I am, as always, your genial host, Anthony J. Ashitino. And uh, I would like to take today, talk about something. I, I know that, you know, from the rest of the world, many other people, the talk is all about what's going on with the, the coronavirus I would like to take a little bit of a break from that right now because I think that, first of all, I think the last four episodes I've dealt with it. I mean, what's not to deal with? It's the major issue of the day. But in the firm belief that life must go on and that we must continue, uh, this is what's made the human race dominant amongst all other species. Is we've been well, many things are made of dominant, but. Part of it is that we've been able to continue to go on through these different things. I mean, look at the Black Death, you know, it almost killed off, you know, a a third to two-thirds of humanity. We don't know the exact numbers. You know, we had a terrible pandemic a century ago. And, And today we've got one, which thankfully, because of the fact that we've got modern medicine, we've got, you know, the, the media that can help us know what's going on. We're not going through the types of deaths, the numbers that would normally be there. So instead, I wanted to talk about something else um, today, you know. I wanted to focus on something else. I wanted to give people something else to deal with. And that is on computer gaming. Now, this is something I've wanted to talk about for a long time. I really have. Um... And I'm probably going to have a couple of episodes about this as things go forward. Uh, just because, you know what, I love it and there are a lot of people around me that love it. There are a lot of people that I talk to that love it. And I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that if you're, especially if you're of that age group, if you're in that age group of 40, give or take 10 years, you will, you will have something to love about this too. Uh, and uh, first and foremost, I would like to dedicate this episode to uh, Dr. Sam Massiello, uh, one of my uh, oldest and dearest friends in the world, um, someone I've been friends with. I mean, when you talk about people you've been friends with, you know, usually it's like, oh, I know this guy from high school. I'm good friends with this guy since college, blah, blah, blah. No, I mean, Sam and I have been friends uh, since, oh, goodness. What was I in third grade, fourth grade, give or take? I mean, we're going back to the the late eighties. Um, but I'm going to do that because I'm going to talk about the origins of my uh, love of of computer gaming uh, with a gaming series that probably a lot of people that hear this they might not know it, but there's going to be a bunch of people that know this and are going to be immediately going to be like, oh yeah, that's right. I'm talking about The Bard's Tale. Now, let that one sink in for a moment. Okay. For those of you who are not aware, The Bard's Tale was a computer game that was put out in the mid-80s. And it was originally put out. I, I had originally... And I still do. I still have it. In fact, it's about two feet from me right now as I speak. I have an Apple IIGS. I had an Apple IIGS. I still have. This is like Mitch Hedberg, you know. I used to do drugs, 
and I still do them, but you know, I used to do them. Now that's about the most the most PG you're going to get from me. But the Apple II GS I had, and uh, uh, there were the Bard's Tale was a series released by uh, a group of people, um, you know, and it was an adventure game. And uh, it was Bard's Tale 1, 2, and 3. The first one, the Bard's Tale, originally it was Tales from the Unknown. Now, the, the funny story, and I'm, I'm doing this just because I can. Um, originally, the series was meant to be known as the Tales from the Unknown. And it was going to be the Bard's Tale first, the Bard being a character. And then it was going to be the Archmage's Tale, and it was going to be the Thief's Tale. But uh, because it became known, instead of Tales from the Unknown, or Tales of the Unknown, it became known as the Bard's Tale. They just stuck with that because they were like, all right, everyone knows that it's the Bard's Tale. So it's the Bard's Tale 1, 2, and 3. Those are the original. So the Bard's Tale 1 uh, was released. I used to have it. Emphasis on the used to. I used to have it in the uh, 3.5. Floppy for the Apple II GS, which is an absolutely fantastic game. The colors, rich. The graphics, phenomenal. And the, the sound, the music was resplendent. Um, unfortunately, um, to my knowledge, that has gone the way of the Dodo because... I have parents who will never listen to this, so I can say this. I have parents who are, believe if you haven't used something in five minutes, it's garbage and it must be thrown out. Maybe some of you listening have parents that are the same way. Uh, I used to have this uh, on the three and a half inch floppy drive. It's gone now. Unless it's hiding somewhere in my parents' house. Or somewhere in my house that I haven't looked, but I've looked all over. Well, the bottom line is that, uh, you know, I, I used to have this. And then the Bard's Tale 2 and the Bard's Tale 3. <clears throat> now, I'm not going to jump right into things. I want to talk a little bit about what these games were. And these games were the following. They were uh, games where you selected a party, Okay. A party of characters. They were different races. It's Dungeons and Dragons, essentially. And any of you who have ever played Dungeons and Dragons will know exactly what I'm talking about. So you selected uh, a race and then a class. So your race could be human, dwarf, elf, you know, half-elf, half-orc, blah, blah, blah. And then you selected a class. So you could be a warrior... Um, you could be a bard, a person who played the music, uh, a rogue. You could be, you know, any of these other characters, paladin. Um, and then you had, to be based on not only your race, but your class, you had certain attributes. So certain characters were given, you know, extra bonuses to the things. I mean, dwarves were very, very, you know, they were very tough, tough characters, whereas elves were not as tough, they were not, you know, physically, but they were much better with intelligence, wisdom, they were, they were better casters and stuff like that. So you selected a party and then you went out. And in the Bard's Tale 1, you had to go out there, you were in a town called Scarabray, which, by the way, is um, named after 
a town that was founded in, I believe it was Scotland. Um, and it, it's a town of, of, uh, of ancient history. Um, and, but anyway, in this town, uh, you know, the, the evil Mangar had cast a spell and the town was, you know, surrounded by eternal winter. So you had to go and you had to build up your attributes and you had to build them up by fighting. Uh, you had to fight against different characters and when you defeated evildoers, you know, you, you came upon a band of orcs, you defeated them, you got experience points. Um, and then, you know, after a number of experience points, your characters advance the level, which means they get more hit points, which is your health, more spells, the ability to advance in spells. Um, <clears throat> so that was the Bard's Tale 1 involved you going around a bunch of different dungeons within this town, um, eventually leading to a confrontation, uh, you know, with... Um, with these, with this character, with Mangar, uh, and and fighting him and hopefully beating him, the Bard's Tale Two uh, was different, and and to me, I think the Bard's Tale Two was my favorite. Uh, you know, your mileage may vary. The Bard's Tale Two, the Dream Quest, which again I used to have what they called the clue books, and these were books that you could buy which would give you maps of the dungeons and hints about what to do. Now, for the Bard's Tale 1, uh, the Bard's Tale 1 was basically like, here's where you go, good luck, have fun. Uh, the Bard's Tale 3, the clue book, was much more middle of the road, like, hmm, this is an interesting area, maybe you want to look at this hint, hint, nudge, nudge, know what I mean. The Bard's Tale 2 clue book was basically, what you want to do is you want to take 10 steps here, then you go to the left. Then you take two steps and you cast a spell, then you say the following thing. Then you make four steps. I felt it was overdone. I felt it was completely overdone. Um, but, you know, I mean, that's, again, this is, you know, up to the, the people who created it. I mean, they have every right to make it the way that they want. I just felt that <clears throat> on the basis of the three clue books, the Bard's Tale 1, 2, and 3... Um, one was very, very basic. Two was overboard. Three, I felt, was a good mesh between them. But anyway, the Bars Hill 2, my favorite, um, you had to go, there were a series of cities. And what I loved about it was that uh, you had to go, in each of these cities had a dungeon. So you had to go to the different cities. Tanger, let me see if I could do it off the top of my head. It was Tangermain, Ephesus, this uh, Fanscar's Palace, uh, Colossus, Thessalonica. Um, oh man, that one's, there was the Grey Crypt, something else. But you had to go to these different cities, and in each city there would be there was a bunch of different places, the places to heal up your your healing, uh, you know, to, to the temples to get your healing up. To get your spell points up. Spell points are necessary because every spell that you cast cost uh, something called mana. Certain spell points. Um, and, and this is true today. Anyone who's ever played World of Warcraft or, or, or uh, EverQuest, or Ultima Online, will know about this. That you have mana. And <clears throat> so you had, to, you had to go through with that. Uh, and then you'd go, you know, and you'd, you'd go through these things. And then in, in the Bard's Tale 2... Each dungeon would have 
at, at the, the, the final level of the dungeon, whether it was going down three levels or up four levels or whatever, you'd have, uh, you know, a final uh, a point, a death snare. And this was a timed event. Once you went into the death snare, you had to solve the riddle. You had to solve the issue within a certain amount of time or else everyone died. Okay? And so, you know, you, you really, you had to pay attention. To pay a tremendous amount of attention. And if you didn't go through the entire dungeon, you might have missed one of the clues that would lead you to be able to solve it. But eventually you went through it and then you ended up fighting against Lagos Zanta. Okay? Uh, you know, the, the evil Archmage who had had the pieces of the Destiny one. And if you defeated him, everything was great. The Bard's Tale 3 was was fascinating because in the Bard's Tale 3, uh, you know, uh, 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 you know, uh, Trajan, the mad, and Mangar's master had come back and had absolutely flattened everything. The fascinating thing was that you had to go... You know, you you had first of all you had to fight through a certain amount of time. There was there was the remnants of the old world, but then what was great was the following: you eventually, once you got into a certain level, you had to transport through time and space to these different zones. But here was the catch: they were different zones in different time periods. And I loved that. I loved it because it was the idea that, like, when you went into the, you know, the a certain, you know, a dimension, you would be like, oh, this is a dimension where, you know, there was a character, Hawkeye, who was, uh, you had to recruit him to help out with things. And in one dimension, he would be uh, very young. Then you go to another dimension and he would greet you as if he already knew you. And it's like, What's going on here, you know? Because it was a dimension that had taken place beforehand. So you had to go through. And in all these you had to go through these dimensions. You had to have someone called a chronomancer. One of your characters had to spec out to chronomancer. Fascinating stuff. And and it was it was entertaining as all the heck. And in order to do it, they actually had um which again I used to have. Don't anymore. Thanks, Mom and Dad. Uh, you used to have a uh, a wheel, an actual, like, uh, it, it came with the game. Uh, and then you would basically line up three different things, and then there would be a number that it would give you. When you lined up these three different things, it would be like, uh, you know, line up, uh, you know, red, blue, and orange. You'd line them up, and there would be a number. And that would be the thing that would allow you to transport. And if you didn't have that, you weren't allowed to transport. It was a brilliant piece of proprietary software because you, know, you you either had it or you didn't, okay? And it was a lot of different possibilities. It was just so many different possibilities. It was back in the day, we didn't have the, you have to remember, we didn't have the internet back in the day. If you didn't have this, you didn't get to play the game. That was all there was to it. You know, there's nothing... I, I was having a discussion with my son earlier because <clears throat> the phone rang and it was a, a, a blocked call something... And I was just like, man, remember back in the day? Oh, no, you don't remember back in the day. And he gave me this look. And I said, you know, back in the day when I was growing up, I got to do my best, you know, curmudgeon 
elder curmudgeonly dad deal. I was like, back when I was growing up, we didn't have caller ID, which to me is probably the greatest thing that's ever happened to telephones. Uh, personally, I think. Greatest thing that's ever happened to telephones. History of telephones, caller ID. Greatest thing. Because you can tell who's calling, and you don't have to answer the phone if you don't want to. Okay? And that was it. And I was like, you know, we didn't have that. The phone rang, you picked up the phone, and it might be uh, someone calling with a prank call. You know, excuse me, sir, is your refrigerator running? Why, yes, yes it is. Well, you better go catch it. That's a little history humor right there. But, you know, you used to get calls, and you didn't know who it was, and you had to pick up the phone because you didn't know. You didn't know if it was your friend, your parent, you know, or, or someone randomly calling to tell you about, you know, uh, uh, what's going on in the world today. You had no idea. So, <clears throat> anyway, you didn't have the internet. To, my, my point is you didn't have the internet to do this. So I had these three games, and I had them for the Apple II GS, which, like I said, I still have today. It's sitting right here. I'm going to tap it. Um, <clears throat> it was a phenomenal system, and it still is. It still runs. Talk about your history of uh, things that last. This is a system from the mid-'80s, and we're in 2020 right now, okay? So we're talking about almost 40 years this system has been running, and it will boot up right now. If I plug it in right now, it will boot up like there's nothing at all going on, like as if it's 1990. And I remember doing this. I remember playing these games. I remember being home from school. There was one point where I was home from school. I was sick, and I was down in my basement, and I had the Bard's Tale 2, and I was playing it, and I was recording. <laughs> I was recording the um, the musical on TV, when we had these things called VCRs for you youngins, and I had to record the the musical Bye Bye Birdie, which is a great musical. Um, but uh, you know, I had uh, the Bard's Tale too, and you know, it was it was difficult. You know, you had to play this. This was the origin of these uh, w w today. What are MMORPGs? You know, a lot of people play things like. Uh, you know, World of Warcraft, very popular. Um, you know, EverQuest, EverQuest 2, very popular. There's rumors that, um, you know, EverQuest Next is going to come out. It was, then it wasn't. Now there's rumors it's going to come out again. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I hope it does. I enjoy it. You know, there was a time in my life when I was playing EverQuest 2 for, you know, freaking 16 hours a day. I mean, I was unemployed for a little bit, and man, oh man, I mean, there were times where I would I would be playing EverQuest 2, and all of a sudden I'd be like, man, why is there light coming in through the, oh, that's because it's sun up, because I've been playing for 16 straight hours or something. It's great. It was great stuff. It was. Um, it was a different time and place in my life. But the thing about The Bard's Tale that I really enjoyed was that you know, you had the different characters, and and you had to make everything work together. It wasn't real time. It was, you know, you, you had each character had their turn. It was like Dungeons & Dragons, where, you know, you, you had different characters did things, then the enemy did things, then you did things, the enemy did things, uh, depending on a couple of different uh, attributes. 
But it was great because it taught you a lot about how to balance a team and how to go out there and, and how to take things on and about mapping stuff. I mean, today everything is, you know, you, you know unfortunately today, I say unfortunately, I guess everyone will have their different opinion. Today you can go online and you can really, you can look up anything about any game that you've got, you know? I mean, I do it sometimes. I, I do it with like um, my Nintendo, my original Nintendo. And I like to play Contra and I look up things and like, you know, speed runs. And, and you get guys that are like, well, this is what you have to look out for. And this is how you take on this scenario if you want to really make a speed run. And I'm like, oh man, that's great. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. But the reality is that what these games did, you know, when I was playing these games back in the day, you know, when I would go to the South River, greatest town in New Jersey, the greatest state in the United States, okay, don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Um, when I would go to the South Republic Library, I'd play the Bard's Tale. You, you didn't know. You didn't know what was going on a lot of the time. You had to really kind of, you know, work your way through it. You had to think about things. You had to be like, well, why, why is this door not opening? What's going on? Why is this, you know, road blocked? What's going on? How do I defeat this uh, monster? You know, you had to think about it. You had to have these, and you know, I used to have these discussions with Sam. Um, you know, he was always better at these games than I was. Uh, you know, he was a little older than me. But Sam would, you know, I mean, I remember he would give me hints. Uh, you know, I would beg him. I'd be like, Sam, how do I, where, what do I go over to this and that? And he'd be like, well, I'm not going to tell you. I'll give you a hint. And then he would try and give it to me. And <laughs> I remember, oh, God, it was like Fanscar's uh, Fortress. And he was like, you do this, and then you do that. And if you mess up, they're going to kick your butt. It was a rhyming thing, you know, because, you know, we were, we all grew up with the the whole, you know, this issue of fantasy games, Lord of the Rings. And, and we, you know, we always wanted it to be something, you know, we thought we were really just, I mean, I, I, I always did. I thought it was like, you know, goodness, you know, where's my, uh, where, where I put on. I put on my, you know, uh, robe and my wizard's hat, okay, and where's my staff so that I can be the great, you know, uh, Antonius Optimus, you know, uh, level 12 wizard. Um, you know, that's what we did, you know, and, and I enjoyed it because it wasn't, you know, back then there was no giving things away. You had to fight for everything. You had to try and work things out, you know, um, <clears throat> You know, I mean, for those of you who have ever played the game, the Destiny Stone, how to get into the Destiny Stone. I won't ruin it for you, by the way. And if you really want it ruined for you, um, <laughs> send me, send me, um, a, 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 you know, a DM via Instagram. Of course, Antonius Optimus, After School History. Send me a, a text, send me something, a comment, and I'll let you know. If you're really, if you really at this point don't know how to get into the Destiny Stone. Which, by the way, I didn't. There was actually a, a guy that I knew at the time. Uh, you know, his, his name, Mark Acromania. Uh, God knows if he'll ever listen to this. But if you do, Mark, I'm uh, forever indebted to the fact. Uh, you know, he ruined it. He, he figured out the key uh, to getting into the Destiny Stone, which is the final dungeon in the Bard's Tale 2 in the town of Colossi. Uh, so... 
<clears throat> you know, I, I, that's that's what it was, though. I mean, it was you had to figure these things out yourself, and I think that was great because it taught you a lot about you know trying to figure things out, solving things for your own, and I you know I think that this played a major role later on. You know, I would play other things. I mean, I was never big into the Ultima series. I I have Ultima 1, 2, and 3. You know, Exodus. I've beaten uh, 1 and 2. 3, I have not. They ported that game to the Nintendo, Ultima 3 Exodus. Um, I was not a huge fan of it. It was way too tedious. Um, I know they parted the board. They parted. They ported the Bard's Tale into uh, the Nintendo. I was a much bigger fan with a computer because it was much easier to be able to type letters instead of having to like you know move your you know cursor and and uh, you know move up and down to type things. So you know there was there was that. I mean it's you know casting arc fire. You'd be like you know what will Merlin do? Those of you who know the game know this. Count five. You know, what will you do? Cast a spell, A-R-F-I, enter. It takes about three seconds as opposed to the 10 plus seconds, 15 seconds it would take to go with these things. But, you know, today we, we have a lot of these things. You know, I was just watching the South Park, you know, uh, World of Warcraft episode. I mean, these games today are tremendously entertaining. And I mean, like I said, I used to play uh, EverQuest 2. I mean... There was a point where on the Antonia Bale server, I was, I think I one time I was like the number three necromancer on the server. I mean, I was, I was a big shot. That's what happens when you're unemployed and you have a lot of time to play a game, you know, and you play it for hours and hours and hours. Um, you know, I have guys, you know, texting me like, hey, well, not texting me, in-game, in you know, DMing me and be like, you know, how are you doing this? What's your casting, you know, pattern and everything? But the Bard's Tale was thrilling to me simply because it wasn't... It wasn't a game that was, you know, you, you, you were dealing with all these people and everything was in real time. You know, you had to actually really think about everything. And the game was set out where... You know, you had to map things out. I mean, in the early days, they used to tell you, and any of you who are from back then, you'll know this, get graph paper out and plot out the dungeon. As you're going through a dungeon, you had to, it's like, all right, well, the forward thing, you know, I'm going, you know, three paces forward, three squares forward, that's okay. Oh, here's here's where there's a wall. All right, let me make the wall mark here. You know, you had to do that. You know, you didn't know where anything was. You explored it, you know. To this day, I enjoy it. You know, like I said, I still have it. And I was playing The Bard's Tale 3 um, over last Christmas on my computer for a little bit. And then, I, you know, unfortunately, I don't have... Uh, sadly, I don't have the time to play games that I used to have uh, back in the day. But... You know, I it was it was so much fun to me. Like, oh man, and I remember this, and I remember that. You know, and I remember it because I played it thirty years ago. Okay, and I remember these places because back in the day, I had to go through them. You know, I mean, I still remember. Goodness, I still remember most of the uh, the spells off the top of my head. The four digit used to have to punch in. There was four digit, a four letter code for the spells. So, for example, 
one of the spells that you used to have to, you know, there was very common. Arcfire was A-R-F-I, Mindblade, M-I-B-L, you know? You used to have to put those out there, and, and uh, you know, it was, it was good stuff. It was good stuff. So, you know, I mean, today, you know, you have a lot of games. I mean, today everything is moved into the online sphere of things. Um, there, there really aren't any games you play at the Bard's Tale where you, it's you versus the computer. Today, I mean, it's you versus the computer, but it's, you know, you're playing with a number of different people. Um, you know, and, and, and games like World of Warcraft and EverQuest 2, uh, you know, have basically supplanted the, you know, the Bard's Tale. They, they are the heirs to that tradition. You know, I mean, the, the ultimate tradition. You know, I'm looking right now over at, at my uh, my five and a quarter inch floppy drives, and I'm looking at it, and it's like, wow, there it is, Ultima Three Exodus. Okay, and I had that. I was never, I was never as big, an, uh, you know, as a uh, an Ultima fan as I was the Bard's Tale. The Bard's Tale was my game. I enjoyed it immensely. Um, you know, it, it's good stuff. In fact, in in EverQuest, in both EverQuest 1 and 2, um, I had a bard character that I played. Um, it wasn't my primary character, but I, I, I had a bard character just because the idea is just like the bard's tale, you know? Uh, for the record, and I'm going to talk about this in another episode, uh, if you're so inclined, I, I played uh, my main character in uh, both EverQuest 1 and 2 was a necromancer. Um, I always enjoyed it. I, I, you know, it was my thing. I am a good guy, so every now and then, you know, it's nice to be, uh, yeah, it's nice to be bad every now and then. And I always like playing the necromancer, you know, the dark elf necromancer. A drow, if you're a Dungeons and Dragons character. But, you know, at the end of the day, uh, what we learn from these things is you, you learn so much by playing these games because it's like I said it, it's not like today I mean today obviously you can go online and immediately figure out how to you know do this here do that there you know you the wine cellars of Mars Tale 1 you can go into the freaking catacombs you can do this you can do that and you can have all the maps and everything back then we didn't have that and it was fascinating because it made you you were you were literally going out there and trying to figure out what in the devil was going on and that was great i think that that really taught us a lot about how to map things out how to map life out you know and and you died and then you went back and you know you you won again um you know that it, it was great and that's why I think a lot of the guys that grew up on things like the Bard's Tale, you know, and, and Ultima, and a Wizardry was also out there, and I'll get some people that'll end up telling me, oh, well, what about Wizardry? But no, I know, I get it. I, I, wasn't, a, I wasn't a Wizardry guy. Uh, you know, like I said, I was, I was a Bard's Tale guy. I wasn't always a Bard's Tale. To me, it was the best. Um, you know, it was, it was so much fun. You know, it was fantastic. Um, and, and to this day, it remains something, you know, like, <laughs> you know, if I, if, and, and, you know, you'll find that if you name someone, you know, you, you name a warrior, Brian the Fist, 
you will get people. If you if you go into uh, World of Warcraft or EverQuest 2 and you name someone Brian the Fist, you will get people to be like, wait a minute, did you play the Bard's Tale when you were younger? Yes, yes I did. It's El Cid, Samson. You name your rogue Marcus, you know. We used to name our guys, you know, I used to, when, when, when Sam and I would be playing on different things, we'd name our characters after one another. You know, in fact, when, when um, the, the, the game Final Fantasy came out for the Nintendo Entertainment System, uh, I always used to name, I used to name our four of the four guys, uh, you know, after me, Sam, and then my two brothers. You know, that would be, that would be the four of us. And, uh, and you know, we used to go out there. And that was another fantastic game. God, I could, like, you know, I could go on and on about these things. But, you know, I wanted to talk about the Bard's Tale for today, and I did. Um, you know, I talked about how it was a fantastic game. Um, you know, it's uh, uh, really just, you know, at a time when, you know, computers were still really developing, you know, and and you had all these different things you could do. You could play a song by the Bard that would have different effects on your health or on your mana recovery, or give you double attacks, the rhyme of duo time, double attacks, fun fact, anyone that's playing the Bard's Tale, uh, the Bard's Tale 2, Bard's Tale 3, you know, rhyme of duo time gives you double attacks right off the bat, so it's, it's very effective, uh, you know, you can really do some damage there, but I, I guess at the end of the day, what I really wanted to, you know, convey to people was that uh, these games were... You know, they were fundamental in the development of the way that we thought things out. And today, you know, unfortunately, I I just... And again, I'm not trying to be all like, you know, these whippersnappers today and this that. But at the end of the day, you know what? The fact that you have so much available right at your fingertips, it's a good thing, but it's also a bad thing in that it doesn't make you think. You have to develop this sense of thought. You have to develop the ability to think through things. We were taught to do that. The games that we played, you know, back in the day, you know, again, no internet. You had to really just be able to know what happened. You'd call your buddy and be like, have you figured out what the heck is going on? No, I haven't. Ah, Jesus. Well, let's get back to it, you know. And then when you finally did, you'd call him and, oh, my God, oh, my God, I figured out how to defeat this particular thing. You know, today, you don't have that. You really don't. Today, everything's about how quickly you can, you know, click on stuff and this and that. And it's, it's, not, it's not about developing those skills that are so necessary. I feel in life, okay, towards being be able to be a problem solver. So, with that having been said, uh, <laughs> that is my episode for this week. Um, I will tell you this. I'm going to, I know I've been saying this for a while. I'm going to put out another episode in the middle of the week simply because there's just too much time going by uh, not to put out episodes, and, you know, I know that people want to hear it, so uh, you're going to get one in the middle of the week, and then uh, one again. I don't know when we're going back to school. I have no idea um, in the United States, in New Jersey here, uh, when anything's going to happen, so I will do that. Uh, I don't know what it's going to be about. It could be about gaming again could be on something else. Who knows? Um, in the meantime, I do hope that all of you are taking your necessary precautions, um, that you're being safe, that you're being smart, 
um, and that wherever you are, you're listening to the authorities and you're you're really protecting yourself and your families uh, because that's what we need right now. We need people to be smart about that. So until then, uh, I will, like I said, listen, if you get the chance, you could go online probably on the internet and find Bard's Tale 1, 2, or 3. You find a port for it. Um, go ahead. Go to the Bard's Tale 1. Play the game. See how different things were back then in the 1980s when we were playing these games. Uh, you know, when it was new for the Apple. You know, it was Apple II. They had them for, for everything. Apple IIe, the Commodore. Like I said, I had an Apple II GS, uh, which was an Apple II, you know, uh, uh, format. Uh, but it was it was it was great stuff, and I enjoyed it, and and I still enjoy it today. I still go on and you know every now and then I play it, and I I like to show my kids and all that stuff. So in the meantime, like I said, go out there, be smart, be safe, and we will talk to you soon. Bye bye.